You know what I want to do before I die? What? I want to go to CES, the Computer, Computer Electronics Show. Yes, it's always in Vegas, isn't it? Mm-hmm. God, they have cool shit there. <laughs> would you like to go? You know, it's the kind of thing that I would like to be teleported for brief periods into. I think I would find it like totally sensory overload. You should send me. Have a show send me. The show has no money. <laughs> okay, I'll use my points. Uh, okay. And I could sleep in that tent we were talking about the last time. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So you did find something very cool. Yes, at there's a thing. It's meant to be a very, very significant shift. It's going to be a big thing. It's called the think. T-H-Y-N-C. Mm. Think. And what it is, they're like these little ma- electromagnetic patches okay. that you put on your head. And you attach it to your smartphone. Right. There's two of them, and they go in two separate spots. One goes near your frontal lobe, like mm-hmm. just this, this little patch, mm-hmm. this little electromagnetic patch, and you adjust it, and it will get... It's and the other side's like at the back of your neck or something, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and the other one. And there's one that gives you, makes you calm, and there's one that gives you lots of energy. And it looks like the one at the front, near the frontal lobe, mm-hmm. is the one that's where the energy... Okay. And the one a little bit further back calms you down. The fellow who wrote the article has played with it twice. Mm-hmm. I, did, I dug a little deeper, on, and he loved it. He said, it's like the calming one. He said, it's a bit like smoking dope. Yeah. Like it calms you out like that. And I thought, well, that would be kind of good at night. Maybe not necessarily, you know, at work <laughs> when you're right. kind of whipped up. Although it would be maybe be better than whipped up. Like he said, but it definitely brings you down. And the energy one is not like a super-duper jolt of caffeine. It's just more natural, pure energy. And you only have to sit with them on for five to ten minutes. Actually, they're on sale now. It looked like it for 299 bucks, and I'm thinking very seriously about buying one. I was trying to figure out what exactly it's doing, so I poked around a little bit, and it's described as modulated transcranial direct current stimulation. So it's kind of current. And one thing yeah. is described as the calming one is like having this kind of solid sort of pressure, uh-huh. and the other one creates this kind of tingling thing. <laughs> it sounds a bit like hocus pocus. It does. But then the early reports seem to have been very positive. Yeah. No, everybody who's tried it, because that's actually, I think he even used that word hocus pocus, or there was something else like that. It was like, yeah, yeah, right. You know, what gimmick is this? But he said it's no gimmick. But you also seem to be concerned about this. Like, let's assume, well, let's, let's take the science out of it for a second. Let's assume that it works okay. and just, yeah, well, neither first of us is a all, scientist, right? Do you so. really... That's the only thing about buying it, is, is that it's, it's new. Mm-hmm. Once again, you're screwing around with your neural pathway, right? I don't know. You are. Well, it's a consumer product that uses low levels of pulsed electrical energy to signal specific neural pathways, allowing users to dial up or dial down their stress response and energy Hmm. levels. Okay. So, so are you monkeying around with something that you ought not to be monkeying around well, with? Well, exactly. Yeah. You know, know, if you take an antidepressant, you know, that's screwing around with your dopamine. That's bringing you up a bit or calming you down. Will this be the next thing that they'll be using with mental health issues yeah. rather than pills? You'll be having these things patched on your head. 
It had kind of a pirate look to it. They're cool. They do look, the the little patch that you wear above your head does look like one of those temporary eye patches that you get if you like poke your eye with something. Yeah, only it would be stuck on top of your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, I'm not in a position to evaluate the science behind it because it's not anything I really, I don't know anything about brain science really. But um, I do think when you look at all the stuff that's going on, there are all these technologies that are coming out now that are based around... Um, you know, like there's the Muse headband that reads your um, brain waves that works on biofeedback. There's all this area that I've learned about through Buddhist geeks about contemplative technologies, which is, yeah. um, you know, technologies oh. designed to kind of improve your ability to meditate and focus and things like that. So I that's think, really what the common one is, is meditation. You're just yeah. too lazy to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's definitely part of a larger trend. And I don't know why it should make me feel uncomfortable because... I'm not uncomfortable with the idea of meditating on your own, which is changing your normal state of mind from what it would be if you were not meditating, right? So what does, I don't know why it makes me uncomfortable, the idea of using a technology to do the same thing, but I feel... Or yeah, or smoking a joint or having a a glass of wine. Like if it's interfering with your neural pathways in that way, I would have to say I have no problem with it. But it's pretty new, but the guy said, he said, you feel great. And he said, there's no hangover. You don't get paranoid. He seemed quite interested in the calming effects yeah. <laughs> as opposed to the energy one. But I thought the energy one would be great. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. you're just feeling like, Ugh. but you know, you go into your offices, you know, now that'll be the next thing they'll have in your office of the future you were talking about the yes. last time. They'll be making you wear the energy patch. Work harder. <laughs> Jack up that energy uh-huh. patch. <laughs> yeah. I can, why not? That's a totally imaginable scenario, right? Oh, imagine what they'll do. Oh, students. They'll be making those poor students use them. Okay, I haven't 100% decided I'm going to buy it yet, but I am seriously thinking about it. I did want to point out, this is um, a sort of a tangent, but uh, I recently read a book by Kelly McGonigal. The, yeah. She's like a psychologist, sister of Jane McGonigal, and she wrote just wrote a book called The Upside of Stress, which is actually about... There's re- something good about yeah, it? Yeah, it's really interesting. It's about rethinking your relationship to stress instead of like My best always friend. thinking, <laughs> I have to calm down and stop being so stressed. She actually says like the reason, one of the reasons why we get super stressed is because we're doing something that is meaningful to us. And she's challenging a lot of the, the sense that being under stress is bad, is bad for your health. And she says, in fact, if you're configuring it right, it's not. It's very, I mean, other than like chronic, insane, intense stress. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's really worth a read, actually. I found it quite helpful in thinking well, about stress. Those things, I know I was thinking about the same thing about anxiety. There it really isn't a whole lot of difference between anxiety and happy, crazy excitement, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, they really are very, very close. Yeah. If yeah. you could just learn how to make that leap over to, isn't this exciting? Mm-hmm. Rather than, isn't well, this that, terrifying? In my that life? is one of the things that she talks about is reframing your, your anxiety about say, giving a speech to excitement, right? And anyway, it's, it's yeah. well worth yeah. having a look. Oh yeah. And you know, this is the thing that they're calling it is the digital drug. Hmm. That's why I like the the sound of that. (laughs) Now, you have... Yeah, I just have a little quickie thing. We've been talking for ages on the Sniffer about virtual reality and what kind of a presence you would like to have. And we were talking a while ago about whether you'd want to be realistically like yourself or whether you want to be, I don't know, a cartoon or something like this. So this is this um, create-your-own-digital-avatar technology using your camera on your phone. So the idea is it's um, people from the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology 
Um, so what you do is you use your smartphone, you take uh, selfies of yourself from a bunch of different angles and you know, get really close on some of them so you get a sense of like your hair texture and things like that. And you take little videos of your facial expressions and then you kind of construct this digital doppelganger of yourself that looks realistic to a point. Like it's still at the yeah. point where the demos they showed looked a little bit uncanny valley creepy, to be honest. But it's kind of an interesting notion. And whether if we have these kinds of things, people will stop making themselves look like, you know, Lara Croft with ginormous boobs or whatever, <laughs> right? Like, will people actually be content to look like what they want to look like? Or do people actually really want to look like some fantasy version of themselves? Well... On Facebook, most people are fantasy versions, unless they use it for work, I yeah. find. Most people I've talked to, yeah, everybody really bumps themselves up. So everything is Instagram filtered and... Yeah, yeah, yeah it's always like, yeah, my brother, the actor, he doesn't lie on his, he knows, his friends, he said, you go to their Facebook site and you see what, like, what they say they're doing, it practically sounds like, you know, they're in some, you know, blockbuster with Angelina Jolie and right. really they just did a 10-second <laughs> ad, right. you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, the way yeah, that yeah. it gets bumped yeah. up, mm -hmm. like, you know, mm -hmm. through the lens. And the of, images, too. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like the idea, but I don't know what I would look like. Would you do yourself or would you? I think it would depend on the context. It, you know, I mean, I think we talked about this before, right? If it, if it was like you and I getting together to do the sniffer, a, we already know what each other looks like. Yeah. And B, part of having the connection that way would be having the realistic look of the person, right? But right. There's part of me that still, maybe because I am an old, that still connects to that idea of like being in cyberspace and being an alternate version of yourself or whatever. Well, so, yeah. I don't know. Because when they started talking about taking those you know, digital selves once they're created, and then you would be able to move them, you know, into like um, a three-dimensional space and have meetings. Mm -hmm was sort of the next step well mm -hmm. have a look at uh the links on your phone or at the sniffer.net and would you buy a thing yeah would, would you, you buy a thing yeah. yeah we've got sushi yeah yeah talk to you soon bye bye